At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. Have you ever attended a women's sports event? If you haven't, you're not alone, actually. You're, you're in the majority because this research from Lidl and Red Sea today show about 60% of Irish people have never attended a live women's sporting event in this country. And 46% say they think the men's sport is just generally, it's better to watch. I want to know, why is that? Sports journalist with Her Sport, Alana Conan, is with us today on the show. Alana, why do you think the majority of people aren't atten- attending live women's sports events? Yeah, I think it's just a stick and stigma, one that's been along, around for a long time. But I think, uh, like when I saw that uh, research there today, I was kind of a bit taken aback because in recent years, I think definitely there has been a bit of a change. But I'd argue it's one especially changing among younger generations. I often cover football and I'm in Tala for the women's national team games. And at the close of an end of the game where all the kids are lining up waiting for stuff to be signed, there are plenty of young girls, but plenty of young boys too. So maybe it's something that in future generations we'll see change. But for the time being, yeah, it's a funny one why people aren't going. I, uh, As a sports fan myself, I honestly don't quite understand it because if you're into sports, this is just giving you a double the opportunity. It's more sport to watch, so and uh, it's entertaining too. So people are missing out if they're not, Andrea. Is it the younger, when you talk about young fans being there and, and meeting some of the players, is it that parents are now more conscious of it? They're maybe bringing their kids to the games, but it's that sort of 30, 40 age group that aren't attending themselves by choice? That would be my guess anyways, but even let's say that case study at the women's national team is an interesting one because arguably they're more successful than the men's team at the minute. Mm. And maybe that's what it takes, like going above and beyond of like achieving to get people to these games. Because even in the World Cup just gone, obviously the women's national team's first World Cup, you saw a lot of people getting behind them of all age groups and genders. So maybe just with women's sports, it takes that going above and beyond get people interested but we do have so many top women sports stars that you would think that there would be more of a buy-in by now I think. A professional, former professional tennis player Jenny Claffey is, is with us on the line as well Alana. Jenny why do you think 60% of the population just don't go to live women's sports gigs? Well you know I think um, it's definitely a cultural thing like you know growing up for me having played tennis um, professionally you know there was nobody for me to look up to and it was almost a given that it was the men who we would look to as our our heroes um, so and, and that subconscious bias of like that you know men were the the, the better players the more skillful players um, uh, that, that was definitely something I found like growing up like if you ask me now uh, do I go to more men's events more women's events you know the, the tradition is to go to think that going to a men's match is going to be better but in fact actually the skill level is if is the same if not better going to women's matches so I just don't think that 
it's in our minds to to think initially, oh, going to a women's match will be as exciting as men. But in fact, if you do go to those, you do see that the skill is better. Um, I think as well, an issue with that is though that like there's girls have not been um, receiving the same level of coaching so that then people think, oh, they're not going to be good enough. There's not enough attention going towards them. Then obviously that follows not enough media attention. Um, so, But I, I think that, that it is changing. As Alana said there, like there's younger kids, boys and girls attending matches. So it, it's, it is changing, but it's, it's starting with that younger generation. It's not happening with, with the 30, 40-year-olds, as you said. Do you know, it's funny, Jenny, like I, I'm, you know, I'm not a major sports fan or follower and don't pretend to be. I'm, I'm the absolute definition of the, the bandwagon supporter. And like, you know, I, I've been to the, the All-Ireland and, you know, various different games, but I've actually, I'm in the 60%. I've never been to a women's live sporting event as, you know, disgusted as I am to say it, but but I haven't. And I don't even know why that is. Like, is it just that sometimes you, you might go along to um, the men's All-Ireland or the rugby? And, and is it is it that there's more of nearly an event around it? Like, it's it nearly is like, a, you know, to use the word a gig, like there, there's more of, I don't know, is it... I don't know what it is. Is what, what's your thoughts on that? Like, yeah, but like like Alana was saying there about the World Cup, like the women in the World Cup this year was huge. Like the whole country got behind them. But is that because it was a World Cup, you know, or was it because it was women in sport? You know, you have that begs the question in a way. Like we love to get behind the big events, but like you know, I think like if you know people who are playing the sport, you're more likely to get behind them. If you have the heroes, like we now have Katie McCabe, and there's other footballers, like obviously on the Irish women's team, who are leading that charge in in creating those heroes for us to get behind. But I do think that like it's like we love to support a, a, a big event but we don't necessarily mm. go because we're supporting individual people or the team as such if that makes sense like more people are going to try the finals because it's a final yeah you want so to be part of the hype so, part yeah, of the day part of it. yeah yeah and I just think like it starts as a, like it starts from that young age like having those heroes that's a huge thing like that's something that I as I mentioned I definitely missed out on was having somebody to look up to and that inspiration and my favourite tennis player was Serena Williams but she's American so there was no Irish tennis player to look up to at that time so nowadays there's much wider um, much better athletes in wider sports like we have you know golf, boxing for example like football there's lots of um, international athletes now that the younger generation can look up to which is great they have that inspiration and I think that will drive then attendance and having the, the events here as well will create more more and more people attending them but it has to grow like those events need to be here there needs to be more media coverage around those type of events there needs to be bigger, more heroes but I as I said, that is changing. Okay. In my opinion. Do, do you think it's changing, Robbie? Or how do we turn the tide? Yeah, I, I think I think from basically the media have to start getting behind the female events a lot more. Like you take it like if there's a, a men's soccer match like Man United, Liverpool, the media are hyping it up, promoting it all the time, discussing it all the time. We need more of that when female events are on. Um, we do get it a bit with Katie Taylor having a fight, maybe. There can be a bit of a hype behind that. Um, obviously, the World Cup last year with the females definitely was was put it on the map. But it needs to be happening on a regular basis and a weekly basis. And the more sport is seen and female sport is seen to be on an equal par in the media and the coverage that it receives the more people will be going, oh, I might go and watch that game. You know, 
if the people don't know it's on, they certainly won't be turning up to it. Is the um, onus on the media? Because I, I was just looking, you know, as part of the, the survey in this, Robbie, and, and this is people that were, that were um, you know, surveyed by, by Little and Red Sea. And I know we've mentioned the 60% figure, the, the, the numbers that haven't attended live games. 40% of the people who were surveyed say that they think, in general, men's sport, just better to watch. Like, can the media change people's opinions on that? It can by by basically promoting the sport more because that's a complete, you know, that's a really old school attitude. Like the the attitude we have nowadays should be that female sport is at the same level as as men's, and you know, bar there being a, that that gender difference, the sports are the same, and the intensity, the training, the everything that that's involved in preparing for for male female sport is the exact same as male sport, and shouldn't really be. Differentiated, and and there is an emphasis on the on the, on the media because you see it when big sports events are on that the promotion is there, and whereas sometimes with the female events it's 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 just not at the same level. It's missing that little bit of extra push and um, that that needs to be there. Okay, so listener here says, how many of the sixty percent have been to any sporting event in the past year, and how many watched women's sport on TV if they're at home? Another listener makes the point. I think, to be honest, women's football just doesn't have the same level of skill as men's. Sometimes it's chaotic with no shape or make to it, according to this texter. Michael is on the line in Kilkenny. Michael, you don't think people are as in, as uh, you don't think they're as invested in women's sport? Is that right? Um, uh, hello, Andrea. Uh, thanks for having me on. Um, I don't. I don't think I, I said that. Now, um, I probably. I, I suppose I watch sport all my life. I'm a big follower of hurling and soccer in particular. Um, and I just don't think the, the women's games is good. And I do watch it. I watch both games. I watch camogie. I watch ladies football or sorry, ladies soccer. I watch men's men's soccer and hurling. Obviously, and I just think there's no comparison. So you're in that, that that stat, sorry, I mentioned then the 46% just think men's sport in general is better to watch. Yeah, yeah that, that's my honest opinion. Why? Is, yeah. um, well, I just think the men's, the men's game is much faster. Uh, I think the physicality is like, I'm a big follower of hurling, obviously, and I used to, I used to always watch um, Kilkenny and Tip when they, when they were having their battles back in the 10s. And I just thought that was the greatest sporting spectacle I've ever seen. Like, so, and I, I just haven't seen anything near to that on the camogie side and, and I do watch the, the television um, the, tele, the the games it's just not as um, intense now having said that last year's All-Ireland final was very good and a few All-Ireland finals have been good but um, I just think in general it's just not as good well, like you... and there, there was a point made there about um, from one of your contributors said there's, there's not the same level of coaching and another contributor said the media are to blame I don't think any of that is true I just think um uh, for example, say in my local area here, in a farming background, there's a lot, there's a, there's an agricultural field over there. When we were children, there's ten to fifteen of us used to gather and play in that field on a Sunday afternoon and tear lumps at one another. I've never seen a gang of girls do something similar. Do you know what I'm saying there? Kind of, there's something different. Maybe I'm wrong there. Jenny, was it you made the point, uh, Jenny Claffy, about? Um you know, the, the, this was the, the different facilities that are available to, to men and women. Yeah, I was making that point about the the co- level of coaching. Yeah. Like in my experience of growing up in Dublin, um, in, in a ho- host of different sports, I played hockey, football, GAA, tennis. There was always much more and, and better quality football, uh, sorry, training available to the boys than there was to the girls. And even I, I currently play um, soccer now and you see that as well. Like the facilities for the men 
are are better for, than they are for the women. And there's just the accessibility is is still better for men than it is for women. And, and I'm a coach myself. I coach uh, tennis now, and I'm seeing that as well. There's still a lot more boys playing um, than girls, um, and that's another issue as well. It's tough. That's that's not the topic at the moment, but. Um, I definitely do think that the, the level of coaching and team sports particularly isn't, it, it wasn't the same as it is now. There definitely is more investment in that. So it's just, it's, it's not a level playing field then, Michael? Not through in the GA. Now, I train the ladies, the girls, the team here in, in, in the parish I'm involved in and the level of coaching being thrown at the, the ladies game, in my experience in our club, is just as much with, at underage level. Because the parents, it's always the parents, even on the boys' side, on the girls' side, it's always the parents who do it like and and um, we'd be up in the hurling field the whole time. There's as much uh, coach and parents are giving as much time to the coach and on the girls' side as they're on the boys', the boys side. And I do train the, the girls' side. And there's no issue getting coached at all. Parents always row in. Mm. So, I don't know. T- t- Tony Pouch is with us too, Michael. Stay on the line if if, uh, if you don't mind. Um, Tony, is Tony there? You, you can hear me, Tony. You can, yeah. Tony, you're heavily involved in, in women's football and, and you've coached uh, Anya Gorman, isn't it? Like, as yeah, Michael, well, Michael isn't alone, you know, in, in his views of a lot of people getting in touch making very similar points. Well, I tell you, I, I've been coaching now for the last four years and I've coached everything from under sevens up to men's senior. And I don't see any difference. In Well, I don't coach the girls any different than I do the men. I don't see any different effort that the girls make to the men. It's a, it's a bit of a mindset, all right. 30 years ago, I signed the girls for my boys team. And at the time, in the area, there wasn't, there wasn't another girl playing. And I remember being told, this is not going to work, Tony. Girls can't play football. Now, when I walk through the fields on a Sunday morning now, and I see so many young girls playing, I have a little wry smile to myself. So we are making progress. It is slow, but we I would be a little bit more optimistic than maybe a lot of other people because what I've seen in the past, you know? Is it why is the why is the tide not turning though in in the older age demographic in terms of attendance though, Tony? From the well, I tell you, how many men will tell you that women can't drive cars? Are they bad drivers? It's that macho thing. That's the way how I feel about. It. You know, you know. Uh, I, 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 fellas have said to me, oh, I wouldn't bother going to see women play football. They can't play, but they haven't. They haven't they gone haven't, at the same time. Haven't gone. Yeah, they just have this thing. Women are. Well, in, uh, I, I think some of these guys think women are inferior. Now, that, that might be putting it a bit strongly, but that's where it comes across. Cleona's on the on the line as well. Um, Cleona, how do you think we try and attract more people to to women's live events? Well, obviously, a lot of it has been covered already. Um, it's an attitudinal thing. I think social media is essential particularly as young people spend so much time looking at it. And I think there is a change. I do think the high profile, obviously, Katie Taylor, and it was so fabulous that she won the second time around. I would have gone, but I couldn't get tickets. Now, also the World Cup last year, I think that highlighted how good women are 
indeed at football and I don't agree with some of the corners there. I think they have been every bit as good, I think in many ways better, uh, less lying on the ground playing ill, dare I say, <laughs> not mentioning any football teams. No, I think it, there's a cut social media first. Secondly, the most crucial thing probably is actually funding is money. We're a small country, and I would ask, did this little Red Sea um, survey, is it just, I presume, Ireland that they're talking about? Yeah, it was commissioned by the, the Ladies Football National League sponsors, um, Little. I think oh, that to, the best of my, to the best of my knowledge, I, I could be pulled up now on that, but I think it is just, it, it is Hannah right. just within Ireland, isn't it, the survey? Or Alana, apologies. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I think um important point to mention there as well is probably like, you know, people are talking about their the standard of women's football and the differences in that. I guess the point is that there is a discrepancy between each place you go. And that's the point. Like in the men's game, that isn't the case. Um, as well, like Tenio Sports, Tenio released their sports sponsorship in the, it's just there before Christmas. And 20% of those surveys are, are out of the nine most admired athletes, three of them are women. And you can name them off the top of your head, I'm sure Katie Taylor, Katie McCabe and Rachel Blackmore and 25% voted the Irish women's football team as their team of the year and 25% voted the greatest sport and achievement of the year as Katie Taylor's win versus Chantal Cameron. So just to put up against that uh, research released today, like there is mm. research showing the growth of women's sport and everything that's happening there as well. Um, you were still with us. Some of the, the listeners' thoughts on this here in WhatsApp today. Um... I don't think there's a single female player out there that would make it into a men's Premier League team, says this texter. The skill gap, the athletic gap, it's just too big. It's not to say the women's game can't be competitive and entertaining. One listener's view. Another texter, it's not sexist to say that men's sport is much better to watch. It's a lot faster, it's more physical. Women's sport is nowhere near as skillful as men's sport, as that contributor is saying. If it really was, then there would be a lot more attendance. It isn't a conspiracy against women's sport. I just don't think it's as fun to watch. Another listener's view. This texter says it's simply not as good it's uh, it's not up to it's not up to men to attend it this texter asks why is nobody watching formula 2 because the top tier is better it's the same with a lot of sports no need to shame people into it you see like that view like it, like there's a lot of people that just feel i suppose alana that they just don't think it's um it's generally as good to watch and and that figure was also reflected in the survey so how do you try and entice people to start going to games and and maybe they'll see otherwise yeah, look, they're entitled to that view, and that's one of the things I'd say as well. Like nobody's forcing anybody to watch it, but as I say, as I said at the top, you know, you're missing out. Or you're going to get double the amount of sport, and it can be entertaining in different ways. Just on the physicality point as well, somebody mentioned there earlier that it, it just isn't as physical, but that's in the regulations of most of these games. Like in the LGFA and the Camogie, the physical nature of it is different in the rules than it is to. Gaelic football in hurling. Michael, Michael's still with us here, actually, I think. I'm here, I'm here. Yeah. Um, no, so I was just going to say that's, uh, that's in the rules there, that it is different. Uh, but that's not down to the will of the players. The players want it to be more physical, so maybe that's something as well we'll see in the coming years. But that's definitely one of the, the huge things I, I like about it, especially in particular hurling. And as I, as I said, the Kilkennyan tip battles down to the years. That was pure physicality, pure heart. It was like a war. That's the way I always described it. And that's what I used to love. That's what I love about men's sport. 
we want to hear from people today. We're getting a lot of reaction to this. We're going to come back to it a little bit later in the show. Why do only six, why do, why 60% of you have never once attended a live women's sports event? And how do you change that? Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk.